I'm Jordan Ferguson. And I'm Kate McKinnon. And you are listening to the Geek Down Podcast. another fabulous episode of Geek Down Podcast, the show where two friends and fellow nerds sit in front of microphones to try and figure out where their fandoms intersect. My name is Caitlin McKinnon. My name is Jordan Ferguson. I have lost track of which episode this is. 107? 107. 107. I didn't lose track of it. Look at that. Feels like heaven. It's 107. <laughs> yes, that's right. This has not gone away. In fact... <laughs> in fact, this may have gotten worse. Caitlin, we leveled up. Oh, God. <laughs> I can just hear echoes of them through his headphones. You're going to have to start wearing headphones soon. I know. Someone else was berating me for that. <laughs> They're like, just put them on. I'm like, what? No. But I think I might. You're, you may You may have to. I I'm may very have to. sorry. <sighs> listen to my own voice. Anyways, if you want to listen to the evolution of this podcast from no drops and birds to now no <laughs> birds and drops <laughs> you, you can do so by going to uh, soundcloud.com forward slash geekdownpod yes, it is where we live it is where we are hosted hopefully for quite a while <laughs> fingers, <laughs> fingers crossed, crossed. Um, make some money soundcloud um, <laughs> um, and there you can subscribe and um, soundcloud will let you know when there is a new episode up yep. or if you're like, I don't want to have to get a notification and then go to SoundCloud and then look for the episode and then play it. I just want it to like come to me. I just want it to wash over me. Just, just like, want a new episode of the Geek Down to just wash. Why don't you have? Why do you have a draw for that? I listen, every time I think, every time I think of a, <laughs> I, y'all, I spent so much time trying to come up with drops today. <laughs> these are customized. This isn't like that lame soundboard I downloaded yesterday. I have made these drops myself. But now it's like every time there's like a perfect opportunity where a drop should go, I'm just you know literally whipping myself, meta- you know, metaphorically. I, I feel for not like having the drops I need. We need like a notepad beside you, just for like water drop. <laughs> oh, I've already I've already started. <laughs> um. Anyways, if you don't want to have to go to the podcast, you want the podcast to come to you. Yes, you could do so by plus pressing or going to the little button. There's a little button. It's got an apple with a bite out of it. It's mm-hmm. a very famous symbol. Um, so much so that people don't really recognize what it is anymore. Kind of like the save symbol on your Microsoft Word. That is a floppy disk, kids. <laughs> <laughs> Ding. Um, if you press that button, it will take you to Apple Podcasts. Yes. There, if you hit subscribe and possibly give us four or five stars and maybe say like, oh, this podcast, it's so great. The hosts are amazing. <laughs> the male host is vile. <laughs> the male host is vile. Um, but that female host, she's great. Um, <laughs> then it will come to you because Sir Chauncey Frostilicus III, elf of the people, freedom fighter, doctor, OBGYN. Project management. Personal trainer. Bomb dropper. Captain. That's a new episode of The Geek Down. Just hitting your phone. Yeah. Every Tuesday. Every Tuesday. Because Chauncey kicking the door of your life. Like, <laughs> bam. Geek Down Pod. You'd be like, what was that? Oh, my God. It's Chauncey. It's a new episode of The Geek Down. Yeah. <laughs> 
She's encouraging me, y'all. I (laughs) told you I wouldn't overuse the drops. That is not what's happened. Um, if you would like to talk about the use of drops or Chauncey, you have drops. First, foremost, if you have drop suggestions, (laughs) yes, I'm really looking for drop suggestions. As I said, I said on Twitter and on Facebook uh, at Geek Down Pod or the Facebook address will come in a moment. We're really trying to like find drops that will minimize Caitlin's annoyance, <laughs> but not eliminate it. She's going to be annoyed. Uh-huh. As a matter of, we don't want to make her too annoyed. Yeah. So, nice, calm level of annoyed. Oh, God. What happens if I break your fingers? Oh, uh, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> what? Okay. Anyways, though, if you want to get at us for any reason to be like, I support the use of drops or I do not support, <laughs> do not the, support the use, use of, of drops. Be more of that, probably. Um, please come on down to uh, Twitter at GeekDownPod, Instagram at GeekDownPod, uh, Gmail, GeekDownPod at gmail.com, or our Facebook group, which is at www.facebook.com forward slash GeekDownPod. 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 And finally, if you want to support our geeky um, endeavor, yeah, and uh, possibly support uh, Jordan just spending half his time coming up with great drops. Oh my god! Do you know what I would give to just spend an entire <laughs> day coming up with drops? I got a four day weekend, y'all. It may happen anyway, but <laughs> woohoo! Um, but if you'd like to support uh, that endeavor, any of our endeavors, um, you could do so on our Patreon, which is Patreon. Uh, www.patreon.com forward slash geekdownpod. Yes. Um, there you will find all different types of levels of support that you could give, um, including what we have not brought up for a while, but which is the Misha level. Um, the, Misha, the Misha special. Misha, Misha special. Um, apparently, which is just uh, you put in what amount you would like to donate. Despite our carefully discussed, <laughs> you know, tier levels, one, five, ten, twenty-five, Misha decided to just be like, fuck it. He's a renegade. <laughs> um, Misha like, I'm going to give three. Yeah. And uh, if you would like to join Misha at the Misha special, you could do so. Um, and you could support us. And it would be great. Your support has provided a chair for Caitlin. Yep. SoundCloud hosting. Yep. Coming up on two years running now. This glorious mixer that allows these drops to happen. Please do not cancel your pledges. <laughs> <laughs> and forthcoming, a third microphone, at least, so we can accommodate extra people around the table also known as guests as guests special guests caitlin yeah you did all of that without a paper in front of you i know (laughs) apparently i need to be on drugs more often (laughs) everyone i am on so many drugs i woke up with a crazy head cold um i had a bit of a sore throat last night and i was like oh it's probably i'm just been a little run down um i've been in pain for a couple days oh no it was uh it's been brewing it's turned into like a coffee snotty thing so i took a ton of drugs to be like no i cannot do that (laughs) no it is not happening um my head still feels a little fuzzy though um and but my airways are so clear so clear um and then i'm also on uh pain meds um uh naproxen which is a crazy anti-inflammatory um that they give you when your body doesn't work and yeah lots of tylenol threes it's great and uh, apparently it's like usually i'm up here and i'm a little down here now so apparently it's kind of levels me out who knew who knew yeah wow wow i actually think that's one of my favorite drops you like the wow wow (laughs) 
Um, but yeah, I did, did it with any papers in front of me. But you know what? I don't have. What don't you have? Not really any news. <laughs> well, we have lives to talk about first, Caitlin. That's true. Because I'm a little, I'm a little under it right now. You're under it a little bit. Oh, because I'm a little, I'm a little groggy. I'm a little slow. Oh, Kate. Yeah, I got a big D in me right now. <gasps> what? You went with Dewey's? Listener and friend of the show, Christine, it was her birthday, or it is her birthday, coming up, and that's where she wanted to go. Well, she wanted to go to Doomies. I can totally understand that. So your man's helped himself to that big D. Let me tell you something. We really <laughs> haven't eaten much that day. <laughs> A big D goes mad quick. Yeah. Uh, this, is the ve- this is the vegan Big Mac offered by... Local restaurant Doomies. So good. Did you have a cookie pie? Did not have a cookie pie. What the hell? Hey, hey. You know what they gave us instead? <gasps> what? She wasn't going to say anything. And then like right at the end, it was like, she's like, it's almost my birthday, blah, blah, blah. And the waitress was like, oh, do you want to eat fried Oreos? What? Yeah, I do. And after some prodding, because they're free. They're going to give it to, to us for free. You, that took prodding? Yeah. What? I don't know. Christine, what the hell is wrong with you? Get your shit together. Jesus Christ. Uh, So, yes, I had uh, had deep fried Oreos instead. You may be surprised to learn (laughs) if you deep fry Oreos, it's amazing. (laughs) Um, I am, in fact, I'm not surprised to learn that because it sounds freaking amazing. It was was pretty, pretty, pretty good. Pretty good. Um, Although I got to say, listen, I, I enjoy going out to Doomies as much as anyone else. Yeah. There's a movement happening in my neighborhood right now. This mm-hmm. is local Toronto talk. We're a bunch of the vegan... So there's Doomies. Mm-hmm. Next to Doomies, there's Mythology, I think it's called. It's like Diner Fair, but like Vegan Diner Fair. Cool. There's a... Oh, I don't remember what it's called, but there's like a vegan like clothing and merchandise shop uh, across the street. Awesome. And the former Cadillac Lounge oh, over yeah. near Queen and Dufferin, I yeah. think, has been bought by somebody. Oh, cool. Anyway, there are these people trying to rename this area... Vegandale? Oh, no. You motherfuckers can take your gentrifying asses yeah. the fuck out of my neighborhood. No. The only thing I would submit to is like a tiny parkette be calling, call, being called Granola Park. Like, that's <laughs> it. That's it. Because we know these people who are making your little bougie restaurants, like, y'all don't live here. No. They you don't. come here to work or you come in from other places to eat and then you leave. And then you know who's here? people with mental health issues tibetans and me like, i was, was going to say they don't those people don't like to look at homelessness no and they definitely don't want to go like another block east or west what side of the city do i live on block west of you know brock avenue like no. they don't want that so just fuck off yeah leave it alone so but still i mean the food's pretty good we have one other item of our lives we need to uh we need to get get through here kate oh there's a couple though well, I'm, I'm leading with this one. You got a present today. I did get a present. From from who, Kate? From you. What, what did you... Tell the people what you got. I got probably one of the best mashups of things in the entire world. Now, this is a thing I won at my major Canadian retailer staff party. Yeah, which... Because because we don't have our Christmas party in, at Christmas. No. We have it in like February. Yeah. Because we want to make sure all the seasonals are out of there. <laughs> that's, a, that's a trade secret, but... And also just because, you know, what it's so effing busy during the holidays. When are we ever going to have time to yeah. actually ha- relax to have a staff party? Um, 
they had like you know raffles and draws and stuff and despite not even being there nope because i was working that night apparently my name was in a was in a hat and they drew for this and i got it and i went great i ain't gonna do (laughs) shit with this but caitlin mckinnon might want it it is golden girls clue the game of clue (laughs) featuring the characters from the golden girls now i know what you're asking yourself listeners you're like who's murdering the golden girls or are they dying because they're really old the answer is false no one to both no. of those counts no i gotta have a game where the golden girls are getting murdered no they don't we're not die. looking for sophia's corpse no out, out by the jacuzzi no no just want to know who ate the last piece of cheesecake yeah who was it and it it looks like a very bloody piece of cheesecake it's gonna be stan it's always gonna be oh, stan because fuck, fuck stan that's why god damn it I'm very excited. I both, uh, I love Clue and I also love the Golden Girls. So it's an amazing mashup. So I hope you get ample use out of it. More use than I would have. I will. I will try. I also had an upsetting moment this week. <gasps> upsetting moment. So I went out, I ducked down yesterday to, uh, to go to the bank and uh, get Christina a little something for her birthday. And in the neighborhood, I was just in the neighborhood. Yeah. So I was going to stop in and see my boy. The homie he's at Cosmos Records. Was he there this time? He was there. Oh, good. He was also doing light construction of some sort in the shop. What? <laughs> so I walked in and there was like, you know, if somebody's grinding ceramic with like a wet saw type oh, of thing. Yeah. And like that, uh, that dust is hanging everywhere. Yep. That's what it smelled like in Cosmos. He was doing something with the floor. And I was like, oh my God. Oh, what is going I on? Feel re- yeah. weird. <laughs> I feel rude to just leave. At the same time, I actually can't breathe in here right now, and I'm choking. Um, I was like, <laughs> like a cursor, uh, flip for a couple <laughs> sections, and talk to him about his dog for a minute, and then left. But that's the issue is not that. The issue is I had a flip through the uh, through the usual bins, you know, yeah. the, the city pop bins and whatnot. Had a look at the stuff on the wall. Some things that, like, yeah, that, had they been cheaper, sure, I might have thought about buying them. But I'm at the point now where I'm just seeing them, and I'm like, I know I can get these for better prices other places. Yeah. I think I've outgrown Cosmos. <gasps> I feel like, you know, on the one hand, I've, I've leveled up as a record buyer. <laughs> but, I, and I'm always going to go. I'm always going to go to talk to Hisa. Yeah. But at the same time, it's like, well, okay. That's, okay, there's some stuff here. But at the same time, I know I was looking at like Groove Pack records on Discogs the other day. And they had like five things I wanted all like under 20 bucks a pop. And Ooh. I was like, mm-hmm. get that cart going. Finally, get them on re-records over here. Mm. So, it's a, sad, it's a sad day. And also, how did anybody collect anything before the internet? Um, It took a lot of work. Oh, God. I mean, all respect to y'all diggers from back in the day who, like, looked down your nose at my soft ass. who's <laughs> just like... <laughs> I can buy these things right here I'm, in my I'm, chair. <laughs> I'm, in a, I'm in a thrift shop. We killed time before the restaurant yesterday. There was a thrift shop uh, in the neighborhood called The Public Butter. So if you want uh, a copy of Tootsie on video disc, <laughs> I don't even know what a video, somebody find somebody let me know what the video disc technology is. It's not a laser disc. Video it's disc. It's like an eight track. Like it comes Amazing. flat. Like you'll think they're records at first. Mm-hmm. So they're about the same size, a little smaller, a little narrower and taller. And they look like eight tracks. Like there's clearly like a plastic construction around them this is amazing you're supposed to like slide them into a player and then i have no idea how it works after that there's also a side a side b thing on it so i think you have to flip them at some point oh my gosh i remember those days when you had to like flip a movie or like take the vhs out and put the other vhs in. oh the two tape vhs that was that was a total flex back in the day like 
Oh, the worst. Oh, the worst was when you went to the video store and you put it in and then you were about to put in the second one and someone hadn't fucking rewound it. You were monsters. Do you remember those people who had like just man? Hell, I, I need a drop for old man talk for old person talk. <laughs> Back in the day, just, be, just be me, just be me doing that. Um, the people who had, you know, the dedicated tape rewinder. <gasps> Those were that was ridiculous. You can't use your regular VCR to like rewind your tape. You had a dedicated tape rewinder. My friend Victoria, they had a player that would automatically fast forward through commercials. How? So you? How sway? I don't know. You rec- it was magic. You record stuff off of TV. And it would automatically know when the commercial started and it would fast forward through them. That's ridiculous. TiVo, you ain't got shit. (laughs) We already had that TiVo TiVo technology back then. So, yeah, that's just, it it saddens me a little bit. Well, you know what? That that have outgrown Cosmos. It could be a temporary thing. Could be. And I mean, look, I saw other things there that, like, if I wasn't so knee deep in this Japan City Pop thing right now. Yeah. That I could have bought. Yeah. I like some $15 records. I had some library records there, which is nothing I've ever really dipped my toe into a little bit. Oh, maybe that's... Maybe Do you know start. what library records are? I have no idea. Oh, my God, Kate. <laughs> library records. So I'm just going to play... I'm going to play a little under here. All right. For the people. Because we have the technology now. So library records were like stock music. Okay. For... News reports, television stations, things like that. Yeah. These labels and these composers were dedicated to just putting out like royalty-free music. Or not royalty-free, like you subscribed to right. whatever the publisher was. And KPM was one of them. And currently we're listening to Sales Talk, which I actually heard in Cosmos once. And if it just... Yeah, you hear those drums, people. You know. I don't hear them. Kayla doesn't hear them because she refuses to wear a monitor. I will um, do it next time. God, <laughs> you're the worst. Um... But yeah, it's just, uh, it's, it, to a certain extent, they're like, hold, they're some of the most Holy Grail records in the world because they weren't for public sale, right? right? They just went to like libraries or TV stations or things like that. So, and they're all like by mood, <laughs> like you read the back and it's like guitar vibrations and it's all just kind of like <laughs> guitar center type stuff. Um, sales talk, I think came off a piano themed one. And this is called sales talk. I don't know. Like maybe it was meant to be on like a weekly business report or something for the BBC. Oh I have no idea. Um, so yeah, that's those are library records. And Cosmos had a few of those, and they were cheap. And I was like, on any other day, I'm sure I would have like, yeah, fuck it, take the risk on. Yeah, just buy something for a chance. I had ten dollars burning a hole in my pocket. Buy a fucking library record and see see what you get. Yeah, but I'm too I'm too selective now, Kate. That's silly. You're never going to discover anything new if you're that selective. That's what the internet's for. Boo worms. <laughs> be be adventurous. Another drop I don't have. <laughs> I was saying boo worms. <laughs> I don't have a boo worms drop. Anyway, yeah, there's just some things. Things is kicking around in my head. I will say, um, speaking of Hisa. Yeah. Been, been dra- patrons, I've been dragging my feet on the, uh, on the Geek Down playlist lately. Mm-hmm. I apologize. But I was thinking, I had wanted for a while to do a uh, mix of... Um, mix, if you go to mixlev.com slash radio PFG, you can listen to other mixes I've done. They're very good. But I was thinking of doing a mix just of like stuff Cosmos has gotten me up on because there's been a lot over the years. The Cosmos um, playlist. The, the Hisa Cosmos sessions. And I think maybe I'll debut that for patrons first. 
Very nice. Just a little hour, little hour long thing for y'all before I throw it up on Mixcloud. But yeah, collecting. Ugh. Ugh. It's the worst. Um, my week wasn't as as fun. Why not? Because I I had to go have an MRI. MRI day. And it was a weird experience. Um, <laughs> Lying still in a giant metal cylinder. I yeah, think we'll do that. It was very loud. They gave me earplugs and it was still really loud. Mm. And um, for the first two people or the people I, I was like around for, um, you just hear it in the background. But they, you know, the there are like three nurses and or technicians and they're like, okay, we're going to have you. We're going to start now. Um, it's going to be like, well, the first one's going to be like five minutes and we're going to have you, okay, like hold in your breath and then, okay, you can let it go now. Hold in wait, wait, wait. Okay. Now you can let it go. Like they were interacting with them the whole time. Mm-hmm. I got a, okay, we're going to start now. And I was like, okay, great. And then 15 minutes of silence. <laughs> and I was like, everyone could have been eaten by zombies. And I wouldn't have known because I've got this like thing on my eyes because apparently people get freaked out and it helps if they've got this like sleep mask cloth on their face. Mm. Um, I've got these earplugs in, so I I can only the machine's super loud, and I can I can only hear very like bass sounds. Um, so I'm like, they could have fucking gone on a lunch break. I have no idea. No one's saying she's, anything to me. She's fine. Just leave, leave her in the tube. She's yeah, fine. She'll, she'll be great. It'll be fine. But anyways, my, the bottom of my back, I was fine except for the very like where your tailbone is. It was right on the bed, and so it was killing and my muscles started to spasm because you're holding one and you're so terrified of moving right Mm. because you're like this is a giant magnet and it could rip me in half um and eventually i was like hello and out of nowhere there's like this voice above me like (laughs) hi there i was like what the hell i was like who are you i don't know who you are um could have been god like hello caitlin (laughs) <laughs> this is purgatory. This is it. I actually died in this MRI machine. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I was like terrified. I was like, what? I was like, please don't move. We're almost done. Then they put radioactive dye in me. And I didn't know about that part. I mean, I knew at the beginning because she's like, I'm going to put this tube in you and we're going to put radioactive dye in you halfway through. I'm like, oh. And then when I was leaving, he's like, you should be fine. Just drink like eight large glasses of water and pee a lot. And I was like, okay. But did you get any superpowers? Um, not that I know of. Uh, though, actually, my superpower could be not having to read off the pieces of paper. <gasps> oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it explains everything. Uh, <sighs> good times. Uh, so, yeah, that was part of my week. And then, then mm. there was this whole other thing that was amazing. So last week, we talked about Captain Power. Yes. Yes. I knew nothing of it. I got a text from listener Chris Kozak, who apparently had all of them. Okay. Son of a bitch. So, I'm... We, I have no... We, so, uh, some of you know, I have housemates who are amazing. And we so, don't... But I want to recap for the people first. Oh, Cap- okay. Captain Power, it was mentioned briefly on the episode last yes. week, as being the toy that young Jordan always asked like, for for coveted. Christmas. Yeah. Just because he didn't understand how it worked. Like the, t- <laughs> the, the commercial made it look like you had this toy that was like a plane with a gun handle on the end of it. Yeah. And you put your little man in the cockpit and then like you put a videotape in your VCR and it would be like some piss poor, god awful produced yeah. like kid show. 
but then like you could shoot at the TV mm-hmm. and the TV could shoot back at your man. Yeah. And be like, you know, lasers. And <laughs> if you got shot by the TV, like the cockpit would open and your dude would fly out of the, the machine. Brr, no idea how this possibly works. Yeah. And I wanted it. Never got it. And yeah, that was Captain Power. Caitlin apparently has a development on the Captain Power front. <laughs> I feel like this is a proper like BBC story. <laughs> Caitlin has a development. On now, the- to, now to Caitlin with a further update on the Captain Power situation. <laughs> so I, we have these amazing housemates. And one thing that I think we both the housemates and um, senior correspondent and I can agree on is one of the things that's good about the relationship is because we're, there's two different floors, we, we're not on each other all the time. Mm-hmm. Like, we're not in each other's space constantly. Yeah. Um, so when we see them, we're like, hey, guys, like, what's going on? We haven't seen you in <laughs> We live together. We days. haven't seen you in forever. Yeah. Um, and we'll have these conversations. And I don't know how it came up. I am a huge fan of, like, retro television. But somehow, Captain Power and the Soldiers of Fortune came up. And both uh, my house, housemate Ryan and uh, senior correspondent Chris like had a meltdown. And we're like, oh my god, it was so good. And they were going on and on. And Ryan was like, oh, I always wanted the toys. And Chris was like, right. Chris was like, oh, I had the like... You son of a bitch. <laughs> and I was like, oh no. You, son of- you were one of those kids. You motherfucker. <laughs> oh. <laughs> My bomb, my bomb rage. And they just like, they were going on and on. And then they showed me the intro. Mm. And I was like, what the hell? Terrible. Is this? Terrible. Um, and apparently it's it was created by the guy who created Babylon 5. Really? Yeah. Like one of, like, despite the fact that Babylon 5 has not aged well, it's still. Like Straczynski? Yeah. Straczynski. Damn. J. Michael Straczynski. Yeah. Who I first heard of as when he took over Amazing Spider-Man back in the day when Marvel first started on the comic side started yeah. reasserting itself. He's he is a great mind in science fiction and um and it, he came up with this idea of like having the basically it got canceled apparently it got canceled after one season this is Captain Power mm. um because there were too many toy tie-ins and parents were going nuts. And like parents like couldn't handle like <laughs> not getting a second mortgage on my house <laughs> yeah, to buy the toys maybe, for this show. Buy these fucking toys. Um but yeah, I just thought that was really interesting. I was like, oh my gosh, Jordan needs to know about this. <laughs> needs to know about Captain Power. Ah, <sighs> <sighs> oh, good times. Also, it looked terrible. It did look terrible. Reboot that. Where's my Captain Power reboot? <laughs> I want I want an AR app. I want an augmented reality app uh-huh. for my smartphone based in the Captain Power universe. Yep. Get on that. Get on that. Put it on the wall, Jordan. Your fucking Pokemon. Also, uh, I have some sad news. Sad, sad news. I have sad news. Uh, so you saying reboot reminded me of the classic. Just, no, no, no. Shh, shh, shh. Are you going to talk about the reboot? Reboot. Yes. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> He's actually shh, shushing shh, me. Shh, shut your mouth. <laughs> Just shut up. We don't need to talk about that here. Okay. I saw it a couple weeks ago. Okay. Mm-mm. R.I.P. <laughs> and that was the end of my news. Mm-mm. Back to you, Jordan. Uh, <laughs> He's well, actually shushing. Wow, you're so dominant. No, you can talk. The people may not know. Maybe there are people who appreciate Reboot like we did and have no idea about this. Monstrosity? Fucking, <laughs> this exact word I was going to use. This <laughs> fucking monstrosity they're planning on unleashing um, on us. Well, actually, I was just going to tell people, um, don't watch it and pretend it's <laughs> not happening. 
as, as I just tried to do. <laughs> um, yeah, just monstrosity is the only word. It's They're making it the Power Rangers, I basically. Th- I thought it was a joke. I thought it was a joke. And it's not. It's not. And is it's, this a Netflix thing? Is no, it going to Netflix? I thought they had something to do with it. It can't be a Netflix thing. There's no way Netflix would unleash this upon the world. Mm-hmm. One never knows. Um, so the deal on this is it's a follow-up series to the original beloved reboot series, which ended on a cliffhanger as Megabyte seized control and threatened to hunt down the show's heroes. So we are getting a follow-up series called Reboot the Guardian Code, which will have Megabyte, but no sign of anyone else. None of the other characters you remember. Very much. It's a live-action CGI. It The CGI looks terrible. Hybrid. Um, characters Austin, Parker, Trey, and Tamara are recruited by Vera, the virtual evolutionary recombinant avatar, Ugh. to be the new guardians and protect the world from cyber attacks. Um, this is stupid. Supposedly, according to Nerdist, we will see most of the original reboot characters again at some point in this series, but they are no longer the stars of the show. Then why make the show just make your own show as this is an official continuation we expect that more elements from the first series will probably show up along the way netflix will premiere reboot the guardian Ugh. code on march 30th i am a sh- i almost want to cancel my subscription let's not say things we can't take back Kaylin. that's true i haven't watched jessica jones yet right also out jessica jones good big big week for uh it's gonna be a big week and a good couple months for uh for marvel tv fans is it well, Jessica Jones yeah. is here yeah. as of last Friday, mm-hmm. and I think they announced June for Luke Cage season two. What? Yeah, a trailer came out. Oh, no, like a teaser. Did you oh. not see it yet? No. Oh, my God. Pause it. Radio magic. That looks amazing. <laughs> it's only like a second. It's, it's like 15 seconds long, but it features uh, Luke Cage bellowing into what looks like some sort of cell phone video, challenging yeah. all comers as the classic thump of... Eric B. and Rakim's I Ain't No Joke Yeah, plays in the background. Also, we have learned that this season, dear to my old man, crusty 90s rap fan heart, uh, yeah. all the episode titles will be named after Pete Rock and C.L. Smooth songs <gasps> this season. Season one featured all gangster songs. Yeah. That that's, makes me very happy. That's, that's awesome. Pete Rock is a huge Marvel fan. He's right. a huge comic fanboy. Like, yeah. He, it's records and then comics for him, so apparently he didn't even know in Chio Hodari. <gasps> Chihudari Coker, I believe his name is, the showrunner on Luke Cage, just kind of announced it on Twitter. And he probably like... like, hey, we didn't even tell you. We didn't even know about that, did you? <laughs> probably freaked out. Yes, he did. He's so, so excited. I'm excited for him. You got Jessica right now, uh, which I've heard is less... From what I've heard from people who have seen a few of the episodes, yeah. less action-packed, but more story-driven, character-driven. That's her, good. Deal, her dealing with the emotional consequences of the choice she made at the end of the last season. And probably... The, all the other trauma in her life. Yeah. Um, also, sidebar, it's an update, but not really. I uh, read the the second trade to the current alias Jessica Jones right. series. Um, was out, came out a few few weeks ago, I think. Uh, the Maria Hill Files or something. I read that. That was pretty dope. So it's nice to have things to be, uh, to be excited about. Yeah. Um, the other big story of the week, Caitlin. Mm-hmm. They're angry. Uh, I'm guessing by that drop, you mean nerds? Yes. What are nerds angry about today? Some of them are. Some of them are uh, angry. Might not be the best. The best, and it's not really the nerds. It's it's interesting. And I'm going to say, 
You may have an urge to jump down my throat as I try to work this out. Okay. Just, just, let, just let me get through it first. Okay, I'm going to put my hands on my lap. <laughs> so, recently announced this week yes. that the live-action Star Wars show that Jordan already doesn't think needs to exist. Right. But Disney is like, we need something to make people pay for our streaming service as well as Netflix or leave Netflix to come to our streaming service. Uh-huh. So, we are going to have a prestige Star Wars television show. Sure. And it's going to be helmed and show run. Yeah. And probably some episodes written and some episodes directed by John Favreau. Oh, John Favreau. So that's the reaction of a lot of people on the internet. John Favreau, director of Elf, Iron Man. Another white swingers. guy. Okay, okay, but here's the thing. Okay, here's the thing. Yeah, because that's what people are saying. Yeah, another white guy. Yeah, and I'm going to say you can totally have that reaction for the Benioff and White story. Okay. Sure. Yeah. They did not. No. They did not need to get this. No. Because also they're not like in the family. Okay. Star Wars next to like Mickey fucking Mouse yeah. is the crown jewel of Disney's empire. Absolutely. They weren't gonna. They were never going to. Because, and this is where you get into a real chicken or egg scenario. Mm-hmm. Because I know you can just hit back me. Well, they never make them the opportunity. But they're not going to get this opportunity. They're just okay. not. And that's unfair. Yeah. But they're not. Because there are no creators of color who have got the reps in. Yeah. To helm this. Yeah. So they're going to go with John Favreau because he's already proven he can do blockbusters. He's already in the family. He's done the Jungle Book. He's going to do the Lion King for them. Right. Like, they, Disney know him. Yeah. Kathleen Kennedy is like, you know, yo, that's our boy. Okay. We know him. All right. And we need this to be good. Yeah. Because we don't want these people to start shelling out 12 bucks a month to get this thing. Yeah. Dig into that Star Wars show and go, garbage. Yeah. We need something. Okay. And... I know people are going to be like, well, Ryan Coogler didn't have the reps when they gave him Black Panther. I'd say Coogler did have the reps. Right. Because he'd already done Creed. Okay. He'd already shown he could do that type of movie. Yeah. Now, if Favreau sits down in the writer's room and mm-hmm. fills it with white people and fills the director's chairs with white people. Yeah. Then go ahead. Be as mad as you want. I'll be right with you being mad. Right. But I mean, as far as like they gave another white guy a Star Wars thing, I'd say Benioff and Weiss are more air quotes offensive. Right. In that regard. Okay. I think I've talked that through. Oh, jump okay. down my throat now. I don't have nothing to jump down your throat about. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. I but, mean, I just, uh, it's just, it's kind of just sad. It is sad. And like I said, it's a, it's a chicken or egg scenario because, you know, they weren't going to give Star Wars to somebody who wasn't proven. Well, why aren't there more, there are no proven, air quote proven. Yeah directors and showrunners of color or women because they haven't given the opportunity yes and that's sad but kathleen kennedy was not going to give that she should have given if she wasn't going to let lord miller run wild on han solo she's not going to let you know whatever benioff and weiss got should have been given to should have been given to somebody yeah absolutely i'm right with you on that one like benioff and weiss did not need and this really for a family-friendly thing <laughs> like that's who you chose maybe not Maybe it's for the people who want their Star Wars more gritty. If it's just Star Wars isn't gritty. Gritty. It's not gritty. Gritty. That's, that's no. Got grit in my teeth. No, that's what we have all other that, things for. All that Alderaan sand. Just is there sand on Alderaan? <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> I can't even. I'm totally making you watch Star Wars Star next week. Wars. Just because of this. Oh <laughs> uh, no, I have nothing to yell about. Yeah, it totally makes sense and. 
he's only the showrunner, like you said. It depends about the writer's room. It depends about the director's. Um, but I just, he's just, I don't know. He's just, I feel like he's kind of a weird guy. <laughs> he made Swingers. He's clearly a weird guy. I mean, he was like 20-something when he made it, but. Yeah. Swingers doesn't hold up. If you really want a time capsule of a very odd subculture in <laughs> the late 90s, yeah, check it out. But you know, Swingers is it's weird. Doesn't hold up. No. Swing Kids, though. That holds up. <laughs> Newsies. <laughs> Newsies always. This I haven't even seen Newsies. You're just and going every, on faith. Every girl, but at my age that I've ever talked to who's seen Newsies, they're like, "That was my sexual awakening." Wow. Yeah, and they're like, "Newsies do, is amazing." Do not, that'll be a drop next week, y'all. <laughs> um, uh, but yeah, no, I yeah, I kind of heard that. I I didn't hear that story, but the whole like. Uh, Star Wars. No, what? Not Oscar so white. Star Wars so white. And oh, male. and I mean, I mean, who was somebody was? I saw there's a clip from like the 70s of somebody like yipping about that. It might even been like Bowie or somebody. Like, yeah. There's a clip of like somebody on like the Dick Cavett show. Like, no, it was Carl Sagan. That's what it was. It was Carl Sagan on no. Carson. What was Carl Sagan doing? Complaining that Star Wars had nothing but white people. <laughs> He's like, this is not. This is not the future. See, like Carl Sagan, just. All my heroes are dead. Like <laughs> Carl Sagan, Caitlin's sexual awakening. No, no, that's inappropriate. He was so old when I was young and dead. I think by the time I was born. <laughs> um, but no, I didn't learn about Carl Sagan until I was much older. Mm. I'm trying to think now what my sexual awakening was. <laughs> Is that an on mic moment, sweetheart? I don't. You're the one who keeps on bringing it up. All right. I'm not thinking about it now. Right. I think I've already brought it up on the podcast, actually. Uh, as far as like your your awakening, I don't know. I watched some pretty blue movies when I was very young. Good lord, so. we're at Shoe Diaries over here. Yeah, Showcase late <laughs> at night. I had a TV in my room Saturday night on Showcase. <laughs> Shannon Tweed for everybody. Hey, I talk about Showcase all the time. About that was the channel that like I don't know why more parents didn't have that one blocked because <laughs> yo, eleven thirty at night, my ass was sitting in front of that TV in the dark like. <laughs> What? Wow. Um, I have a bit of news. You have news. But I have no details. <laughs> um, Do I need to find details for Possibly. Because you? you're charging your phone. Yeah. Um, here are my, my details. My details consist, or the ones I do have consist of, mm-hmm. there is uh, going to be a eight-part um, Philip Pullman, His Dark Materials show. And for those of you who don't know, you'd probably be familiar with The Golden Compass, which is the first book in his Dark Materials trilogy. Um, It was also made into a movie that actually wasn't too bad, um, but didn't do particularly well um, in theaters. But I'm really psyched that they're making a uh, mini-series of it. I believe this is BBC doing this. Um, The star, who I can't remember the main character's name, but um, she that character is going to be played by the girl who was in um, Logan, who played X-23. Oh, okay. Um, and I saw something about, um, uh, oh, what's his name? Hamilton, Miranda. Uh, Lin-Manuel Miranda. Lin-Manuel, he's apparently going to be in it, and I was sort of confused. Oh, Jordan has details. Oh, sorry. So there's an article from Slash Film. Uh, Philip Pullman's his Dark Material series is getting adapted for the screen again. The King's Speech director, Tom Hooper, okay. will helm the BBC adaptation. 
and Logan breakout Daphne Keene will star. Also, rumor has it that Hamilton's Lin-Manuel Miranda has joined the cast. I just don't know who. Oh, he's probably going to be a gypsy. Um, oh, that's weird. Okay. That, that's a slur. Don't say that word. That, I think in the book they were called gypsies. Well, then Philip May- Pullman is rude. Maybe they were called travelers. <laughs> I feel, I, I'm looking around for the book now. It's not beside me and my do phone not, is charging. Do not have a co- copy. So, yes, uh, His Dark Materials um, was already adapted in The Golden Compass in 2007. The film was a disappointment. Now, Deadline reports his Dark Materials is getting another shot. Thanks to the aforementioned people. Yes, so Daphne Keene is starring as Lyra, the main character. Lyra, that's it. I guess we do have a report that Lin-Manuel is in talks and close to signing. The eight-part series will cover the three main books in his Dark Materials. Um, Oh, I didn't know the Golden Compass had a previous name. Uh, It's Northern Lights in everywhere but North America. Um. That would be The Golden Compass, The Subtle Knife, and The Amber Spyglass. BBC One ordered the adaptation in 2015, penned by Wonder screenwriter Jack Thorne. Since then, Hooper has signed on and been working behind the scenes to land the directing gig. In the books, Lyra lives in a parallel world in which human souls can take the form of lifelong animal companions. Yep. Called demons or demons. Also makes your children atheists. (laughs) So I've heard. Mm. (laughs) I totally forgot when someone was like, yeah, don't you remember that like they killed God? I was like, huh? Yeah, Philip Pullman really doesn't like religion. I didn't remember that at all. I remembered like magic and sparklies <laughs> and like cool animal companions and travelers and witches and stuff. I do not remember any of this God killing stuff. Caitlin was like, ah, oh, fuck. Now I'm an atheist. Damn it. <laughs> damn it. Oh, good times. But then I could say damn it. Um, <laughs> as much as you want. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's my little bit of news that I saw that I was like, oh, super cool. All right. Yeah. That was a meaty news break. Yeah. That was all right, I think. Yeah. Well, we're going to take a break right now then, I guess. And when we come back, we're going to talk about the thing that Caitlin decided she wanted to watch. I am so excited. To my utter surprise. (laughs) So we'll get into that when we come back after this break. Hey, y'all. Welcome back to the program. This is the point in the show where Caitlin and I would usually talk about the things we brought each other, but not today. Nope. Not today. That's not what hap- what's happening. Nope. This week, we're watching the same thing. We do this from time to time. Occasionally, if there's something to catch up on, if there's something that's in the ether. Not that this was either of those things, but we'll get into why this has happened in a moment. Before we do, we have rules. Yep. Uh, the first one being the rule of three. Yes. Which is that if the thing comes in parts or episodes or epicycles or issues, we will watch, read, consume three of them so we have an idea of what the show, book, manga is trying to become. Yes. Didn't really... Well, applied, but not. Applied, but not. <laughs> this is the... First part in a trilogy, very long first part in the trilogy. Very long first part. So we did not, we've only seen the first part. Yes. But at two hours, you should probably be able to get it across. Yeah. In the two hours. Second rule is hashtag save it for the pod. Don't talk about the thing until you were sitting here. It was hard. Was it hard? Oh, yeah. All right. There were moments. There were moments. There were moments. We'll get into those moments in a minute. But the reason we save it for the pod is because we want you, the listener, to have the freshest of takes. Take so fresh, you'll be sitting there, and when they arrive, you'll be like, wow. <laughs> That's a fresh-ass take. <laughs> wow. 
so fresh. Oh my god. Because you deserve it. Because we're not just going to tell each other about everything we think and then try to, what, we're going to recycle it here on mic? No. 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 Fuck that, son. That's ridiculous. What is wrong with you? Fuck you for even thinking it. That's <laughs> my own take. Kate got her own drops. Kate just making her own drops. Final rule. Not so much a rule as a policy. Pro spoiler podcast. Yes. There will be spoilers. Do you care? Do you care about spoilers for a 2016 movie none of you are going to see? I don't think so. Some of them might see it. Some of them might see it. Hey, so somebody was inspired. <laughs> that somebody was Caitlin McKinnon. Just watch the trailer. So how did this happen? How did this happen? This happened because friends, they haven't come up in a while. No. But you know I love my queens. They haven't come up since last episode. How dare you? <laughs> The Queens are Japanese electro-pop trio perfume. Hi, girls. And I was getting Kate caught up on developments. In the perfume world. In their career. I also had a dream about perfume, so you know, there's that. <laughs> they have a new single out, Mugen Murai. I actually think it's very good. They had a video out. I was showing Kate the video. Yep. It's filmed in Guam. It's gorgeous. It is gorgeous. Gorgeous video. Gorgeous women. Elegant fucking queens just dancing and spinning around in slow motion. And recent perfume singles have been tied into... You may have asked me, like, how they were, like, or you may have asked, like, their level of success. Yeah. And I think I was comparing it to YouTube streams. Mm -hmm. And how, like, nobody really does what they do because most of the... Because of the way the Japanese charts work and everything else and, you know, idol fandom. Yes. And the gross old men who are idol fans yes. who buy 30 copies of the same CD, the charts are usually dominated by like, you know, insert adjective 46, 48, yep. what have you. Mm -hmm. Those types of idol groups. But they do well. But they've also been, Perfume has also been really slow to like embrace YouTube and streaming and things like that. Yeah. And I was saying the last thing they had, which really kind of blew up, was a song called Flash, which was the theme song to these movies. Yeah. And I think I just said it was like, I don't remember the name of it. It's about some sort of weird, like, you know, card swiping live action thing. And I was like, I'd like to see this trailer slash song. So I show her the, the, I guess, sort of, you know, movie image short. Yeah. It was like a minute and a half. It's like half the song for the uh, third movie in this series. And Caitlin was like, <laughs> we're watching that next week. <laughs> Yeah. And I said, word? All right. So here we are. And Caitlin and I have both watched the first live action adaptation of Chihaya Furu. What the hell is Chihaya Furu, you are wondering? Similar, I guess, to <laughs> Descending Stories. Yep. It's a sort of drama, also slash sports story. It's yep. like Haikyuu and Descending Stories kind of mashed together. Because yeah. you have a really old Japanese art form. Yes. But it's competitive. Mm hmm Whereas Descending Stories, the Rakugo was not, there was no competition involved well, there. there was a little... Yeah, between, between the two people. of them, yes. Yeah. But there wasn't like an organized league or anything. No. As there is here. So Chihaya Furu is, uh, was, is a very popular manga, I believe, uh, written and drawn by Yuki Suetsuku, which has run from, do I have that right? December 28th, 2007 to the present? That seems like a long-ass time. Maybe uh. Yeah, maybe she goes on hiatus every once in a while. Yeah, it's, we're, we're at 36 volumes. Oh, my God. So I guess, yeah, that'll be 10 years. 10 years of your life. Wow. 
Um, and it has been adapted into everything. There has been two seasons of an anime. There has been novelizations. Mm-hmm. I don't think there's been a live action television show, uh, a lot erased, but we do have now this live action movie series, which is written and directed by Norihiro Koizumi, starring Suzu Hirose, Shuhei Nomura, someone just called Makinu. I have no idea who these people play. No. Uh, Mone Kamishirashi, Yuma Yamoto, Yuki Morinaga, Hiroya Shimizu. There's just so many people. I don't know who any of so, them are. So, so we'll just get on with it. Um, this is the first of three live action adaptations of the manga series. The first film was released in Japan on March 19th, 2016. The second film, this film was technically called Kami no Ku, I believe. The second film is called subtitled Shimo no Ku, which was released like a month later right. in Japan. The first one hit in March, the second one hit in April. And now a third movie, Musubi, which is what the perfume song was tied into, just dropped this month. Oh my god, amazing. So, what the hell? So much preamble to get, get into on this. So, what is the plot to this? In elementary school, Chihaya Ayase forms a bond through competitive Karuta, more on that in a moment, with two of her Tokyo classmates, recent Fukui transfer student Arada Wataya and Taichi Mashima, her childhood friend. Arada is a prodigious Karuta player whose dream is to become a Maijin, the men's division Karuta champion in Japan, equivalent to the women's division queen title. He believes that Chihaya has the potential to become a great player. Inspired, Chihaya commits to her dream to a new dream, becoming Japan's best Karuta player. Not content with only participating in their school's tournament, the t- trio team up and join a local Karuta society. They are soon separated at the end of primary school when Arata moves back to Fukui, while Taichi and Chihaya, Chihaya Enroll in different middle schools, but not before promising each other to remain connected through Karuta. In her first year in high school, Game of Test Chihaya is reunited with Taichi when she is recruiting students to join her for Karuta competitions. Together, they form the Mizuzawa Karuta Club. Participation in tournaments enables them to reconnect with Arata. Unbeknownst to Chihaya, the two boys have fallen in love with her. With her teammates and friends supporting her, Chihaya continues to strive to become the best Karuta player in the world while forging relationships with other players. Yeah. So, what the hell... Is Karuta Japanese culture moment for the day? Japanese culture moment because the movie, at least, I'm sure the manga goes into it more in depth, and yeah. it's probably why it's you know 36 volumes long because <laughs> it seems like at least 18 of those would probably be dedicated on how to play this fucking game. Um, so Karuta is a card game in which a hundred poems are written on two sets of a hundred cards. Yeah, one set is reading cards, Yomi Fuda, which have the complete poem taken from a series of 100 poems, ancient Japanese poems called the Ogura Hyakunin Ishu. And the other card is the Tori Fuda, or grabbing card, which each correspond... <laughs> ah. <laughs> Confused just reading about it. Basically, there's a poem, and yeah. you have the second half of a poem in front of you. Yes. You have a bunch of different ones, yeah. randomized. 50 of the 100... You set out 50 of the... Set the back half of 50 of the 100 poems. Yep. Each player takes 25. Yeah. Basically, at random, a reader calls out one of the poems. Yep. And then you have to, like, snag, either from your side or the player's, the other player's side, the corresponding second half. Yes. So, player reaches out. If I got, like, fell down a hill in a bucket. Yeah. On a card. And the player goes, there once was a man from... Swoom, I'm swiping that one. Yeah. Because it corresponds to there once was a man from Nantucket. Yes. That's the best way I can possibly think to try and <laughs> summarize what this is like. Um, and yes, the so the the major parts of it are like um 
the memorization of all 100 poems. Yeah, you have to memorize 100 poems. They're not super long, should no. be said. They're very much like haikus, a little yes. bit longer than haikus. Um, and you have to memorize all of them because you need to know them intimately, in and out. Um, memorization of that. Um, memorization of when you put you can put the cards down. The 25 you get as a player, you can put them down any way you want. As long as they're in three rows. Yes. But you can put them anyway, down anyway. Um, the strategy there is to have be able to um, easily remember where you've put them, but make it harder for your opponent mm. to read them from the lines you've constructed. Um, then there's also the whole section. You Obviously, you have to then memorize where your player, your opponent rather, has put their cards. Then on top of all that, there's speed. There's yes. like an actual physicality to it. Where you have to, there's different techniques of like taking cards from your play, from your opponent, or keeping your cards, or smashing the cards across the room um, to like put them on your zone. Then on top of all of that, you have to be a really good listener. Yes. And like, as soon as some people know, like the 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 first. Co- consonant. There's one poem, you know, a poem might start, so, I mean, God knows how many, the actual Japanese linguistic students will come for me, my duolingo learning <laughs> ass, but, you know, there's X amount of syllables yeah. in the Japanese alphabet. And some of these poems might start, there might be one poem that starts with fu. Yeah. So the second they hear fu, they're already moving. Yeah. To get the, because they know, they know which one it is. Yeah. And they're going for the corresponding second half. Yeah. Um, weird ass game. Oh, it's just like <laughs> so bizarre. It, it, yeah, and I thought either it was completely made up for this movie because it seems weirdly complex and strange, um, or it was not as like intense as this, or they use like parts of different things to construct that. So we'll we'll mix in our own take of the game with some of the plot here, because like yeah, the first time you see this depicted. Yeah. And this was actually the moment I was on board for this. Like it was pleasant enough in the first like five minutes as mm-hmm. you're watching it. Really beautiful like title credits and you know the kind of lush purples and pinks and the swirling calligraphy of the yep. title credits. I'm like, oh this is, yeah, this is nice. Pleasant. The score yeah. is nice. I like the score. Um and then you see Taichi at school. Yep. It's club days. Which for those of you who don't know is very important to be part of a club. Very important. Every student not at every school, but at this school, every student's gotta be in a club. You yeah. have to have an extracurricular. Yeah. And people who like are passionate about their clubs are always going around trying to get members to like build up their club. Yeah. And Tai Chi doesn't really want to it's alluded to that like Chihaya's sister is like in an idol group or something, and it's like all the boys are there to like check her out. Because right. they're like, oh, it's, it's, it's her sister and she's so cute. We want to get to know her type of thing. Yeah. So Chihai has got this crowd of people in her club room as she's trying to break down how it plays. And she's got a little app. which I just love that there was an app for this. Yeah. <laughs> There's an app for this. Mm-hmm. And she's waiting and she swipes the cards like so fast and so hard. One like lodges in the wall. Yeah. And I was like, one, I busted out laughing. <laughs> and I was like, okay, that's fun. I'm on board. I'm, I'm more on board for this. But. At the same time, you're like, they're Dragon Ball Zing this. Like, yeah. this is, they're haikuing this, where it's like, you know, oh, just smack the card so fast that yeah. it's. And then <laughs> to try and get a, like, to see how realistic this was, um, I found on YouTube, it's on YouTube. I'll throw it up on our socials if anybody's interested. 
Um, but the like BBC America version in Japan is NHK World. And they do a lot of English language programming. Right. Um, I watched a delightful show about trains one Saturday night on, on NHK World. <laughs> it was really killing it. Really killing it that wow. night. Wow. <laughs> Shoveling down. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Wow. <laughs> um, but they had they had a, they have a sport series, right? And there's an episode on YouTube where they talk about Karuta, yeah, Karuta, Karuta, Karuta. <laughs> Keep fucking up the syllables, and it's in English. So I mean, you know, the, the uh, anchor and the uh, guy explaining the game are both speaking English, but they explain the game and then they play a few rounds, and it's the same thing. The the guest like starts calling out. And this woman who was playing was like, boom, and it's yeah. like gone. Like you barely see her fucking hands. Like, you, like so fast that you're like, I don't know who got that or what happened. Yeah, that's the thing. They had to run it back in slow motion so you could see exactly what happened and who got the card. So, and actually they say on this that this manga is one of the reasons why people are still interested, why interest in this game has been like increasing. Because yeah. for whatever reason, this manga got decided like, that's my lane. Yep. <laughs> going to pick that. Going to make a story about that. So, I mean... We've talked a lot about the game. We haven't talked a lot about the movie. Kate, you were super intrigued by this. You wanted to check this out. Yeah. Despite the length, which we can talk about in a minute. But mm-hmm. I mean, just like knee jerk. Are, are you in? Do you want to see how this story ends? Or, yeah, I you know, do. Fuck yeah, she is. Of course I am. I think we're learning that Caitlin loves sports stories. <laughs> Apparently. <laughs> in manga and Japanese media. Um, I So nobody, nobody does an entrance like either Korean or Japanese television slash dramas. Like they just, it's like, it's, it's the Jane Austen, right? It's the like slow hair toss wind cherry blossoms Who in the did? background. Oh, when she came, when yeah. she came in the room and the fucking cherry blossoms were blowing yeah. in behind her. I was like, Oh God. Um, no one does an entrance like that. Um, I love the characters. Um, they're, they're really good, eh? They're very like some like there's a, a bit of silliness. There's always a bit of like corniness. Yeah. Um, but that's okay. It makes it so it's very comf, right? You're you know there's not too much ex- at stake. Um, all of the characters have moments. There's obvious. There's some development there. It's not just about this sport. It's about friendship. Yes. It's about growing as a person. All the things we love. Caitlin love them team stories. And can I just tell you right now, nothing gets me going like a good montage and boy does this bring a montage Ooh, we got some montages here uh, we got we got the perfect montage where they like you like then they number down the days yes. on a chalkboard and there's like fun little squiggles and they're just going for like the it's like the regional tournament right yeah. or nationals or it's regionals it's, nationals it's, who fucking knows it's regionals um it's gotta be regionals and so, uh, what are some of the plot details here? So they have to. You need five people, yes, to have a team. Yeah. And we know that Taichi is there just to like play and start this club with yeah. Chihaya. Chihaya, as a character, I kind of adored. I just kind of loved her. Yeah. She might be borderline Genki girl, like you know, everything's okay all the time. I love the stupid bit where she like passes out of sleep the second she. Yes, and everyone thinks she's dead. That's like corny, but also hilarious. Um, and I just, you know, basic. I just love the fact that essentially you have like a sports manga. Or you're, this is essentially a shonen starring a girl. Yeah. Gonna that's, be the best. Like, like no one was it, before. It's so odd that that seems almost like a revolutionary act that yeah. like she's the one who came up everybody's ass. Yeah. Um, and so they have to find new players and they find this one girl. Um, 
what the hell is her name? Um, Oe. Her last name's Oe. I don't know. I don't remember first name. I think Kana. Maybe I think that's what they call her. Oe. Um. And then this guy that they just call Desk because yes. he's always at his desk. And then there's Meat Bun. And right, <laughs> Meat Bun's actually really good. Yes, he he grew up playing it as well. Uh, I think because he had a crush on Chihai as well. Or well, just, he was the. They were the opposite team, and they got crushed by. Were they opposite their, team? Yeah. Right. He and got he, he got beat by glasses by uh, Arata. And he keeps on being like. You know, knee, and it's the, <laughs> the same like beginning as Meat Bun. Apparently, his name is Nishima, and yeah. Meat Bun is like Niku something. Yeah, and he, and everyone's like, oh, oh yeah, Meat Bun, and he's like, no, shut up about the Meat Bun. Um, and so they find the you know, <laughs> Oe, or I think her first name's Kana, um, but we'll just call her Oe. Oe's jam is she's just she's. <laughs> Do you know what I thought? What? It's the Japanese Caitlin. <laughs> She's real into traditional stuff. Real into traditional old-timey type stuff. Her family owns like a traditional um, Japanese clothing, traditional uh, Japanese clothing makers. Um, and so even their uniforms, like they, they're wearing the traditional Japanese like dress. Oh yeah. When they get, I love that when they got to the, like when it's, when it's tournament day Yeah, and they're flipping through this catalog and yeah. I'm like, is that Chihaya? Like, yeah. Yeah. I'm like, but you find out like she joined under one condition. The condition was that Chihaya would model for their catalog. Yeah. Yep. And that they had to wear, you know, traditional yukata and yep. kimono yep. at the uh, at the competition. Only ones who are. Everyone else is in track pants and t-shirts. And t-shirts. So <laughs> they, like cool logos so on them. They look awesome, but yep. like they're the only ones who are. And Desk is the only guy who didn't sign up for a club. Yeah. So they think it's like, easy pickings. <laughs> just yeah. get him. He doesn't want to do anything else. Let's just rope him into this. But they like bring – like he makes a cool app for them that <laughs> like – track their weak- strengths yeah, and weaknesses. Yeah. It's amazing and – And I will say mm-hmm. it's the only note I have in there. So they get to they get to regionals and they're playing and it's five on five. Yeah. It's not individuals. It's team playing. Yeah. So it's five on five. And in the early goings, it's Meepun, Taichi, and Chia. Chihaya keep winning. Yeah. Um, which pushes them along because it's three out of five. So they win. And then um, OA wins yep. a match. So it's four to one. And just the fact that he kept losing. Yeah. My, <laughs> the only thing I have in my notes is my heart breaks for desk. Yeah. Because it's just like. Any, he any, just kind of got roped into this thing, and now he's competing. And well, you know, of course, he's not going to be good enough. Like, and he did like he does like cram classes. Like he's really into being an intellectual, and um, he's very very smart. Um, and also, it, it's a detail at the beginning, but they talk about how he came in um, second in the in, in the entrance exams. Yeah. In the entrance exams, and then again, they talk about how uh, he keeps on saying to. Meat bun. Um, he's like, but you're second. But you're you were second. Mm. But you weren't first. You were second. And I think it's just this thing. And then of course, because he keeps on being second, he keeps on losing. Is this whole big like psychological thing for him? And then when she flips the card and it hits him in the face, because he just he just gives up. He just stops playing. Yeah. He doesn't even try. He's just sitting there like willingly losing. Yeah. And I think he still. I think he still loses his round, but he gets like a couple points. Yeah. And. Yeah, she like, and that's that's what's because everything's based in poems. Yeah, that's another weird element of this. There's all this like, you know, it seems heavy handed to say symbolism, but I mean like it is. It's very you know, symbolic. She has this the poem about like some you know 
lonely tree or somebody standing alone under the moon, but I'm not really type of thing. And well, that's the poem. It's about a monk. Sorry. Who <laughs> is uh, doing training alone on a mountain. And the only other thing around is this one cherry blossom tree. And he says to the cherry blossom tree, let's be friends. Um, because we're the only people here and like makes friendships with this cherry blossom tree. And at the beginning, um, OA talks about this poem because she's the one who like has all the knowledge behind the poems yes. and like the history of them, which I think is super cool. Um, she explains this and at first it's like, oh, it's a very lonely poem. And then main girl, um, Chihaya, Chihaya uh, was like, no, I don't feel alone at all because and this monk shouldn't because he's made this friend and i've got you guys as friends and i want us to succeed because i want to get to know you guys better and us to be good friends and she's all about friendship friendship is magic people (laughs) um and uh, um the fifth element is love um and and this one card the second part of that poem at one point she's swiping it chihaya is swiping it and it flips and it hits desk in the face and yes. he like looks at it and then like they do the sailor moon like hand on the shoulder thing <laughs> and they all like touch him on the shoulder as because everyone like swipe their card in that direction yeah uh and she has hit him in the face so yeah everybody's walking past him and they all give him the like shoulder like shoulder like, like tap on the back type do thing. this and then he does it and it's amazing and then he loses but he feels he feels part of the team so but- he succeeded in his own way. Um, Can you tell I'm really into this movie? And I like that. Um, like I said, everybody gets a moment. So even though I was expecting, you know, because Jihaya was fighting, fighting, playing yeah. against the like, you know, douchebag. Oh, she was fighting. <laughs> was fighting the douchebag. She wins first. Yeah. So it comes down to Taichi, who's had issues. Yeah. I guess now you have to talk about the trio. So, I mean, they all grew yeah. up together. Taichi Chihaya and Arata, who's not really a focus here no. in this installment. You've seen like a little bit in the background. You see a flashback. You get the sense that like he's like you know the grandson of one of the only like Maijin players. So he's like you know the the Karuda god yeah. of of the area. And in a bit of you know childish jealousy, pettiness, what have you. Yeah. Um, in the match that Arata ended up having with Meat Bun, I think when they were kids. Mm-hmm. Um, Taichi ended up stealing his glasses. Yeah. And I think he still won. Yep. I think Arata still so. won yep. even without his glasses. And he's always kind of felt guilty for that. And he bumps into Arata at a tournament and they chat and it's you know, pleasant enough. And Arata gives Taichi his cell number and says to give it to Chihaya, pass it along. It's an ongoing thing through part of the movie where he's going to, but he doesn't. You think it's going to be the same thing as the, uh, as with the glasses. Because he's already like come to terms with how he feels for her, even though he hasn't said anything yet. Yep. Um, and he like he's gone to the same high school as her because he found out that she was going to that high school. Yes. And he does end up giving her um, the cell phone number. It's like you know he should we should tell him we want and it should come from you type of thing. Yeah. Um. And I guess as the the cliffhanger, I guess of sorts. Yeah. On the movie, Chihai uh, hands the phone back to Taichi and he's talking to Arata and. He basically says, like, yo, I'm in love with her. And I took her glasses because I didn't want her to see me as weak. I didn't want to lose to you in front of her. Yeah. And I still don't want to lose to you in front of her. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to get better and beat you. And he's like, cool. I stopped playing. Yeah. But the only problem with this is I know why he stopped playing. And I'm like, really, guys? You couldn't have made it more subtle? 
And we're assuming his grandfather died? Yeah, yeah. He went to that because his grandfather was like, no, no, go. And he was like, no, uh, I can't. And his <laughs> he, grandfather was like, of course, no, no, was, go. I'll be fine. I'll be fine. In the 15 minutes you were gone, I yeah, died. <laughs> uh, yeah. And that's definitely absolutely what's going to happen. What has happened. And I was like, couldn't you have made it just like slightly more subtle or given <laughs> us more background into their relationship and why it would be so traumatic? Um, and, uh, but yeah. Most importantly, Kate. Yeah. Who are you shipping? Um, I love glasses so much. He's so cool. What, like Arata? Yeah. Uh-huh. What? Yeah. Come on. He's so cool. So bland. Ugh. He's so so sweet looking. <sighs> so cute. Who are you shipping? Taichi. Oh, come on. He's actually got something to him. Got a oh. Little, got a little edge. I love the underdog. He's not an underdog. He's an Didn't underdog. You hear? He's wealthy and he's popular with the girls and he's good at sports. He's not an underdog. He's not. He just can't. Can't get the one thing he wants, though. Mwah. Mwah. <laughs> the other question, is it going to be, I'm pretty, well, they've made it subtle, and I don't know if they're going to do anything with this, but I'm pretty sure Dusk may be gay. Like, he did, like, the scarf around the neck, and they did some mannerisms, but you, we know what the Japanese are like about that. Um, Sometimes, yeah, and I don't know that a, a, I don't know what, I can't remember what the old what the female version of sign-in is, but it's not a, it's a little, excuse a little older than a shoujo, I think. Right. Um, but I don't think it would get into much of that per se. And I mean, it's like, who are they, who are they going to ship? I'm just like, I feel like Khan is there. And there, we know there's another girl showing up. Oh yeah. The little, the little trailer thing that ran at the end yeah. before the credits started. Some other mean looking girl showed up. Stink eye and Chihaya walking up the stairs. So what's that going to be? We got to know, Kate. We got to know. We got to know. Thank God we have another movie to watch. Yeah, right? And you get the popcorn out. It's going to be great. So what are you giving this thing that you just wanted to watch out of nowhere, Caitlin? Um, I'm, First of all, this is your fault. You showed it to me. Um, it, I am giving it an 8 out of 10. 8 out of 10? Oh! oh, my. Oh, my God, y'all. Um, Because... Because it is comf and there are like intense moments that are super epic. And then there was like really cool like friend moments. And then there was an epic montage. I love training montages. They really almost does. they almost make me want to like actually get up off the couch. But I don't know. So yeah, but they make me feel good is what is important. And that's what it's all about, right? Oh my God. I will say, so yeah, her swiping the card into the uh, side of the wall was the first moment I was on board. The second moment I was on board was her with the fucking jogging pants under her kilt and a school belt, just <laughs> yeah. like literally plastering the school with, with posters. hand-drawn yeah. posters for her club. I was um, like, go the, on, go on. You honey. know what? I got to do, I have to say one other thing though. Hmm. When they are stuck on the roof at the beginning and she's like bent over the like railing shouting at people to try and save them. He got up and walked away. He got up and walked away. And I was like... That is amazing. There's no like upskirt there. Respects her. Yeah. It's like this is wrong. That gives walk so over many here. points. Look so at many. that. Yeah. Imagine that when something's done by a woman. Yeah. Amazing. Amazing. So that's out there. It is somewhere out there. <laughs> I'm not going to tell you how I got it. <laughs> yeah. And you can. It is available on Amazon, but I think it's a real janky, um, like. If you want the English subs, yeah. I think it's a real janky, like, Chinese or, you know, Taiwanese right. DVD, mm-hmm. Blu-ray combo. 
Um, but any of your CD Japan's or your US Asia's have that as well. Go and check it out. It's it's shot really well. I mean, we even talk about like how it looks. Oh, it looks um, great. For I think it was just the moment where they were like playing or she was in like the club room by herself and just like the wind blowing through the curtains of the club room or yeah. like the shot of her walking or no, it's when he was carrying her oh, after right. she passed out and he was like piggybacking her and he's coming down like some narrow alley and like a train goes by and mm-hmm. I was like just fuck you Japan like yeah it was really it wasn't like overly stylized it was very real looking and it's not super urban no it's a, it's a small you know a lot of shrines yep. a lot of because it's um obviously because it's an older art form there's a lot of you know the local priest is like the highest ranking player yep um so he kind of runs the the local society and yeah just uh like i said we just comf is what we live for I live for and this was definitely just like a awesome little cozy thing to to sink into yeah definitely i mean if you don't want to be dirty sea sailors like us <laughs> uh, i do believe the anime and the manga are both uh readily available awesome in more legitimate channels so definitely you check that out and support it if you want we obviously have established that we are more left of center fans around here. Yep. And definitely a, a shonen property starring a girl about a centuries old <laughs> card matching poetry game. That's it's, yeah, that's about as geek down as it gets around here. Yeah, I think. yeah. I'm. It's almost like we should just like fly that flag. <laughs> that that pennant they win. Yeah. Man, yeah. yeah. We should totally have one of those up in here. <laughs> be amazing well good times wow. good, good outing yeah it was i'm so glad i uh forced <laughs> us to watch that instead of jessica jones <laughs> but now we're gonna get the hell out of here so we can start watching jessica jones yep um so socials yeah twitter at geekdown pod get up off twitter sure um instagram at geekdown pod yes um gmail geekdownpod at gmail.com mm-hmm. facebook www.facebook.com she just oh my steam, god! She just steamrolling me. Just She's on so much, a, so much on a roll. She was like, I, I just, "Fuck I it, just do doing it. all of it." No, I mean, we'll do that again because I don't want to. I feel like people will be devastated. <laughs> Facebook www.facebook.com forward slash Geek Down Pod. I'm offended. Hey, I brought it back. I reeled it in a bit. Um, if you would like more of this craziness that we deliver every week. Please go to our Patreon, patreon.com forward slash geekdownpod. There are levels, there are show notes, there are bonus episodes, there are all kinds of stuff. All kinds of stuff. There's going to be a, a video about how to play this game. <laughs> yes, we'll definitely <laughs> put the, the NHK World Sports story about how to play this ridiculous game. Um, and if, yes, if you want to get in touch with us, please do it that way. We love to hear from people. Um, and finally... My name is Kate McKinnon. My name is Jordan Ferguson. The theme song is by Rob Gasser. And this is is us. (laughs) Thanks for hanging, y'all. Thanks. Be back next week. week. Yeah. Bye. Race car noises. <laughs> what do we want them? Meow. <laughs> <laughs> I think that. I think that's the. I think that's the tag, girl. <laughs> <laughs>